And welcome. This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon, the president of FEBC. These are momentous days, especially in the country of Ukraine, Ed. Certainly, it's all we hear on the news these days is what's going on in Ukraine. And since FEBC has a very important ministry in that country, and mm-hmm. we have some unbelievably talented staff that Wonderful live people. there yeah. in the middle of it, we thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to bring you one of those people today uh-huh. who can give you a firsthand report of what it's like inside Ukraine, and more importantly, how FEBC is utilizing our radio presence there to take the yeah. gospel to these needy people. Of course, the news is changing day by day, and at the time of this recording, uh, a, an invasion has not happened, but we're not here to talk about that in particular. We're here to talk about the ministry of FEBC during this critical time. So let's get to the important part. Our guest today is Olysia, who lives in Slavyansk. Is that right? Right. Slavyansk. Slavyansk. And I visited you there. She is a part of our team in FEBC Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I I can say without hesitation, she is an incredible broadcaster with a great talent to reach the people there. And it's based upon a foundation of deep biblical understanding. And Alicia has an audience that, that love her program. Um, and and I love her program, and so we're going to let her tell us a little bit about what's going on yeah, there. Yeah, I have to tell you, Alicia, that uh, you often broadcast on Facebook Live, and although I don't know the language, I've often admired your ability uh, as an interviewer. So it's great to have you join us via Zoom here on the podcast today. So welcome. Thank you so much. So maybe you could start by just telling us a little bit about what FEBC's ministry in Ukraine is like and what's going on there. FEBC Ukraine, it's... It's something great. It's something young and active with a deep respect to very old, ancient, biblical truths. This is what is FBC Ukraine. And yes, our team loves Jesus Christ. Our team loves our listeners. And our listeners also love us. Mm -hmm. So we are here with God's help. We serve each other. We grow together. And what is very important, we understand each other. You know, you're talking about that working together. We understand each other. Uh, Ukraine has a very interesting radio model. I think the U.S. broadcasting industry could learn from Ukraine. They have seven FM stations now all across the country in different locations, and they have live broadcasters at each location who share their content. So you have essentially a syndicated network of talent from different locations that all speak in one voice we across call it the call live network. and local. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great re- radio. It's really good. So in summary, we have all these FM stations across the country, but probably the most effective part of the ministry right now is this very vast social media network that you broadcast to the entire country, particularly the young people. I think Victor was telling me just yesterday that there are some 4 million followers to the Facebook Live broadcast you get in Ukraine. Is that about right? Sure, sure. We have different locations, different broadcasters. And yes, that's so true that we can share. We can share our local accents, our local news. And because Ukraine now, our theme in Ukraine is to unite East and West, mm-hmm. Russian and in, uh, Russian and Ukrainian languages. In with God's help, we can do it. I mean, from different locations, we will build one country and one kingdom for God. 
It's too bad the politicians that run the world can't understand that like you do and solve our problems in those kind of ways. But, yeah, so tell us a little bit more, Alicia, about what's going on there right now with the ministry and how people are responding. Uh, and so we know, you know, how to pray for you at uh, FEBC Ukraine. Sure. Last two days, I was thinking, and now I can repeat this very deep phrase. Difficult times produce strong people. Strong people produce good times. Good times produce weak people. Weak people produce difficult times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can memorize it because I understood it. So difficult times are great opportunity, first, to trust God. Number two, to check your level of faith. And number three, to do something great. When you're in fear, you can do your best. I mean, because there is nothing to lose. Yes, we have many listeners. And um, due to this uh, helpline, they can call us, our counselors, and we can hear their voices. We can pray with them. Um, I don't know, three or four days ago, a blind man who lives in a frontline area, Vladimir, he called the helpline and he said, I'm completely blind. I'm very frightened right now. I can either listen to your radio or focus on shooting outside my house. Mm. And I decided to call you. I just want to talk to someone. And our counselors uh, prayed together. And they um, gave him the number of the local church. And because he's blind, he couldn't write it down. But he has a perfect memory. Mm. And yeah, that's how we can reach different people in different locations. Wow. I love that you're talking to the listeners and with the listeners Uh, My experience of visiting you there in Ukraine, this helpline that you referred to is a significant part of the radio ministry. Unlike a lot of radio ministries that just speak to their listeners, Mm -hmm. speak to their audiences, you have a very unique philosophy to say we communicate with our listeners. We are close to the listener. And I saw it in action. Of course, now with the uh, tension that's in the country – uh, I understand that your uh, helpline is overloaded with people calling in at this time. Exactly. Plus, we have Russian people who call the helpline and our Ukrainian counselors mm. can pray mm. with Russian people. Mm. Mm. I don't know if you if you understand the, the depth of what is going on, but because mm. of God, mm. our very pro-Ukrainian Counselors, I'm very pro-Ukrainian, but because of Jesus, who teaches me to be beyond politics and my personal beliefs, you know, my heart is changing because of this helpline. And we can pray together and Russians can feel our accent, although we speak Russian and and they still pray with us. This is something great, isn't it? I I love that, Ed and Alessia. And the gospel transcends politics and and boundaries, doesn't it? Hmm. Jesus said to love your enemies. And uh, you model that there in Ukraine. It's not that Russia is your enemy, but politically speaking, at the moment, it seems like they are. You've, You've gone right beyond that and risen above that tension to say, 
we're all human beings. We're all sinful human beings. We all worry and have needs, and it's only the gospel, prayer, and Jesus Christ that can meld those things together and yep. give some hope. Tell me more of what the listeners are calling about and how you're able to counsel with them, Alessia. Share some of those stories. Right. Uh, the story that touched me uh, was from uh, Lilia. She's a mother of a soldier, and her son is now serving in the front, t- uh, front line area. And she called us and she said, I'm so much afraid because of this tension, because my son being there. And plus his son, my grandson, says our listeners, he's very stubborn. Mm. He's very tense. Mm. He worries about his father. He has his inner problems. And I am, my heart is with my son there. And I am with my grandson and I'm completely lost and I'm very scared. And our counselors, again, we all mothers. I mean, we all, some of us are grandmothers. We understand each other. We prayed and she's also sick. She says, I feel very bad physically and morally and spiritually. Help me. How can we help? We just prayed. We encouraged her. We shared the Bible verse. And yeah, it worked. It works. It works. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Can you, I can't even imagine sending my son off to fight in a war. And this is the kind of anxiety that's going through people's hearts and minds right now. And yet FEBC and its on-air staff like Olesi and the counselors are right there to offer help. That's that's tremendous. Yeah, it is. And I know uh, there's some real challenges there. Victor was telling me, Alessia, just this morning that one of our broadcasters has been notified by the government that he's being drafted to go into the military. And I felt to myself, what a horrible shame that here's a young man that's pouring his heart into giving hope to the people through the gospel of Christ on radio. And he's a very talented broadcaster. He's working with Alessia there. And to think that he's now going to have to stop doing that in order to go and serve in the military is just Mm -hmm. awful. But Mm -hmm. we trust God. We trust that God has a plan, and he will work this out in such a way that his will will be done. And I know his will is that all Ukrainians and Russians together come to hear the gospel, place their faith in Jesus Christ. We do pray for peace, and we know the gospel is, uh, is peace. The gospel is peace. All right, Alessia, tell us more. We love to hear these stories of how we can, because they teach us how to pray. So tell us more. Yes, uh, one more story is from Olga, and her daughter-in-law is pregnant. And in 2014, when the Russian-Ukrainian war started, it started in Slovyansk, from where we are recording. And uh, one of my friends, um, she lost her baby because of the stress. Yeah. That's what happened. And so this uh, listener, Olga, she says, I'm so much worried about the war, of course, but more about my daughter-in-law who is pregnant and who this this should be her firstborn. And they live in the front line area. The hospital is far away. And so she asked us to pray for health, for, for, you know, for, for this unborn baby. And of course, for, for peace in Ukraine. Yes, difficult, different problems, different people, different ages, different, everything is different. War and anxiety unites us on one hand, 
and faith in God. And, you know, our desire to live. When I survived in 2014, the last eight years, I want to live. I got uh, COVID uh, and my doctor said, Alicia, you are so slim, but you are so strong because you want to survive. <laughs> this is what the word teaches you to adopt and to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to point out here real quick, we heard you say in this last testimony that the, this lady was under so much tension and lost her baby, but that the war really started in 2014. So according to the news here, what we hear is this is a brand new thing. But I'm aware, and you have just expressed, that the people of Ukraine have been living under this stress and tension now for six, seven, eight years. This is not a new thing to you. And tension can be a very horrible thing, but when it's extended over a long period of time can really make a dramatic impact on people's lives. So as we think about how to pray for Ukrainians— this is this is something that Perfect. they've been living with for a very yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been to Slavyansk as well, and I've I've seen the damage the war has done in that and many places in eastern Ukraine. And of course, we pray for peace. We pray for an end to violence there. How can we pray for you as a broadcaster, someone who's preparing, who's open to what the Lord wants you to share with these listeners every day? How can we pray and, and uphold your own ministry, Alessia? Two things. Number one, my dad taught me uh, that one day the war will end. He mentioned the war of roses, white roses, red roses. Is, is it England or something? Mm -hmm. But yes. the war lasted 100 years yeah. or even more. Right. And it ended. And he taught me, whatever you feel, because I have a very strong feelings toward my country. And um, he says, just the war would, will end one day. Keep it in mind, yep. okay? Yep. Number two, uh, I believe that in Ukraine, revival will come. Oh. I strongly believe that Ukraine will be a great blessing to the whole Europe. So as you pray for us, number one, pray for our nation to repent before God in our sins to turn to God in the time of stress, you can either be broken or you can be very strong because of these hardships. And number two, pray for us Christians, broadcasters, counselors, all Christians to be strong enough, you know, because sometimes we're getting weird and stressed and anxious. And in this very difficult time, to be strong and to believe that th that after night, the day will come, yeah. the morning will come, the revival will come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. You know, um, so many things you have said, Alicia, just in this few minutes we've been talking together, I think are such gems. You told us the story of the blind man who said, I have a choice. I can either, either listen to you on the radio or I can listen to bombs. That's a tremendous lesson. What you just said about in the midst of this tension and this situation, you believe revival will come. Pray for the nation to turn to God and not turn to being broken. You have a choice. You're either broken or you're strong and be strong. But what you said at the very beginning of our call about 
difficult times create strong people. Could you tell me that again? Because that was such great wisdom <laughs> that I wasn't even capable of writing it down. I know, but look at the into my eyes if you see me. I, I don't read it. I know you I, don't. I know you don't. That's why I have confidence yeah. I can ask you You've to say You've internalized this, yes. Yes. Go ahead. So difficult times produce strong people. Strong people produce good times. Good times produce weak people. <laughs> weak people produce difficult times. <laughs> wow. So where are we on that continuum, huh? We have to ask the Lord for his help. And we need repentance here in our own country as well, but we do pray for Ukraine. So, yeah. Is there a Bible verse you wanted to share with us, Alicia, today? Yes. I know every time I've met with you, and every time I meet you with you, it's a great joy, but you share the Bible verses with me that mark my visit with you. I usually circle them, write them down, and pray through them. Will you do that for me again today? With great pleasure. The verse that inspires me and my country, it, I don't remember where it is written, but the Lord Almighty told this to Abraham. He said, do not be afraid, for I am your shield. Shield that protects, okay? Faith is our shield. And God says that I am your shield. Shield from attacks, shield from bad thoughts, shield from doubts. God is my shield because I feel like I'm Abraham. I have faith like Abraham for in this verse. And and for us to hear you talking about that verse, when you are under this threat of possible military aggression, gives us here great confidence that you trust in him and that we too should trust in the Lord. I'd love to sit and talk with you, Alicia, all day. Could I pray for us, though, now as we wrap up our time? Sure. Lord, I'm just grateful for Alicia and her ministry, the FEBC staff in Ukraine who are not being broken, but rather in this difficult time are being strong so that they can communicate to the people of Ukraine the good news of Christ. They can counsel them. They can be the voice in the ear of a blind man who, instead of hearing bombs, chooses to hear your good news, Lord. I pray that our staff will be strong in difficult times so that they can create good times. That's the, what we're praying for, Lord, and the good times are not so much in this life, but, Lord, it is good times because we have faith and confidence in you. Just like this Bible verse we've heard, Lord, help all of those in Ukraine to be under your shield of protection at this time from aggression, from fear, from depression, from all the things that can come from these difficult times so that they can see clearly your hand of blessing on their life to understand your gospel and come to faith. I pray for our entire FEBC Ukraine team, Lord, protect them, guide them, put your words in their mouth so the people of Ukraine can hear the truth and know your son as Savior and to feel the shield of protection that you promised Abraham and his children. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you've given us of technology so that your word can go out in that country. And Lord, we pray finally for peace in that country, that people will understand again that the war will end. And Lord, we put these prayers before you 
and pray in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. What a very special treat to have our sister Alessia on with us from Ukraine. Our prayers are with you and everyone you work with and all the counselors as well. Thank you so much. Alessia, it's always a joy for me to be with you, even though we can just share a picture across the screen in our voices. But please pass along my blessings to Edward and the whole staff there. And I look forward to the time I see you again. I will. Thank you. God bless you. And thank you for joining us for this podcast called Until All Have Heard. For the latest on this ministry in Ukraine and many other countries of the world, check out our website, febc.org, febc.org. With Ed Cannon, I'm Wayne Shepherd. We'll see you next time for Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company.